Is there someone in your life who's constantly criticizing you? And do you ever find yourself sort of trying all these new things, trying to get better or thinner or thicker or whatever they're into? Maybe you've tried all these new self-help things or you're trying to be a better person in some way or a better lover or whatever. If you keep trying to fix yourself and you don't seem to get any better, you make all these changes and still can't quite make the mark, I'd like you to consider a pretty crazy possibility. Maybe it's not you who's broken. Maybe the person who's judging you or telling you you're not good enough is what's broken. Maybe the reason nothing seems to be fixing you is because they're the problem. What if you just decided that today's the day you're going to stop letting that be your life? And instead, you recognize that you have a unique and important beauty and purpose about you. What if today's the first day you change the rest of your life? So you're involved in a relationship with a narcissist. And to say the very least, life is really hard right now. Are you tired of the mean looks, the insults, the painful gaslighting and manipulation? Is someone's narcissistic behavior giving you a really good reason to finally just say you've had enough? I think it's time we get this out into the open. I know how hard it is to walk away from a narcissist, and I know how easy it is to keep giving them chances. But here's the thing that nobody wants to talk about. The more often we allow these people to disrespect us, the more they think they're allowed to disrespect us. See, they're not afraid to lose you. They get comfortable with the fact that you will keep trying again, that you will keep forgiving them forever. The thing I need you to understand is that no matter how good you are, and I'm sure you're very good, they're never going to change. They're always going to take every inch you give them and then a couple more after that, maybe a mile or two. Bottom line, don't let narcissists or anyone else ever again get comfortable with disrespecting you. You deserve better. You deserve to be treated with love and respect. So do you want to learn how to outsmart a narcissist? Would you like it if I explained to you exactly how to sort of play their game and how you can beat them at it? We'll get to that, but before we do, let me ask you a question. Have you ever noticed how narcissists seem to care just as much about the way you behave in your relationship as they do about how other people perceive them outside the relationship? And yet they seem to think that whatever they do or say is okay and they don't have any regard for how you feel. They do whatever suits them best in the moment. In your relationship, is or was the narcissist always the one to call all the shots? Whether directly or indirectly? Now when I say directly, I mean literally by kind of setting the rules in stone around the house or indirectly by just manipulating every situation to their advantage or making you feel guilty or whatever tactic they choose to go with. It's all about manipulating the situation, manipulating you in the situation. So I just had kind of a profound thought. It occurs to me that narcissists have this tendency to sort of shame you out of your boundaries. And what I mean is when you set a boundary with a narcissist, let's say you say, you know, I don't, I don't like it when you you know, get that close to someone else of the opposite sex or same sex, whatever y'all are into. And they say something like, you're just so jealous. You're so insecure. What is wrong with you? What do you think I'm, you know, blah, 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 whatever they decide to say. And then you start to doubt your boundary and you go, well, I guess it's not that big of a deal if they're, you know, putting their arm around that other person or whatever. And they end up pushing your boundary so far back against the wall that before you know it, you don't even recognize what has happened. So inside the relationship, the narcissist has probably been very controlling to say the very least. 
and very often in every single aspect of the relationship and in fact your life. At least that was my experience. How about you? In your experience, does it seem to be pretty much always about the narcissist? Yeah? Well then let me ask you another question. When you're around people who don't know the narcissist as well as you do, do they sometimes see them as a really generous or kind or fun to be around kind of person? Even selfless? That's kind of what I like to call the narcissistic conundrum. Sort of their secret sauce. That's the dual personality thing. You'll notice the narcissist seems to be one person at home and another person out in public, especially around outsiders or people whose opinion they do value. Okay, what you mean to say is that you didn't notice for five years. You definitely saw it. You just might not have seen it in the moment. What I mean is that narcissists, of course, they hide this side of themselves up to a point at the beginning of the relationship, but at some point everything changed. And in the course of that shift from the love bombing stage into the devalue and the discard phases of the relationship, which can all repeat many times through the course of all of that. Now, as you look back in hindsight, you know that it was there. You can see the signs. And don't forget that narcissists keep us hooked with intermittent reinforcement. So this style of love, where they're kind of horrible to you intermittently with being amazing and maybe even the best person you could imagine, sometimes, at least, for them, all that is intermittent reinforcement. Hindsight is always 20-20. Narcissists are those people who seem to be nicer to strangers than they are to the people closest to them. Does that sound familiar to you? I'm sure though, as one of their potentially primary sources of narcissistic supply, you probably already do know that. And you probably also know that their generosity tends to come with strings attached. And then there's the fact that you can pretty much always count on a narcissist to explode when anything's wrong in their little world. Then there are the covert narcissist types who will often they'll just shut down and just force you to kind of flail around and wonder, what did I do now? What did I do wrong this time? Of course, that kind of narcissist might not even speak to you for days or weeks afterward, giving you the good old silent treatment. A lot of people say that they want to get revenge on the narcissist. I totally get it. But I think the thing that you must remember is that the very, very, very best revenge is to have a real strong sense of, you're dead to me. Because you know what? When someone's dead to you, they can no longer affect you. So how do you play the game? What are the rules of toxic narcissism? How do you outsmart a narcissist? The apparent objective of the game, it's all about self-preservation. But there's a twist. There always is, right? The twist is you've got to discover the tipping point between self-preservation and self-destruction, at least when it comes to this game. If you focus too much on self-preservation, you may find yourself exhibiting certain classic narcissistic traits, behaviors. But if you focus too little on it, you'll find yourself becoming a typical narcissistic abuse victim. Notice I didn't say survivor or thriver there. During the course of a relationship with a narcissist, especially a toxic one, you're gonna find yourself sort of sliding back and forth between those two extremes. So the actual objective of a narcissist's game then is to keep spinning, keep spinning, to stay on that little track and inside of the narcissist's little harem, group of people that admire and give supply to the narcissist, to just keep the game going. That's the object. Someone posted in my group the other day about a study done at Harvard University by Dr. Kurt Richter, where he took rats and he put them in containers of water and he made them swim. And they swam for about 15 minutes, each one before they fell to the bottom. Well, then he pulled them out and he cleaned them up and got them fed and put them back in the water. They swam 60 hours. So the researcher concluded that this must mean that you would hold out longer and push your body farther beyond its limits if you knew you were going to make it. So I want you to think about something. 
if some rats who were just clearly exhausted could find enough hope to keep swimming for 60 hours. A little hope and a little belief in yourself might help you get to the next level in your personal development and your narcissistic abuse recovery. Don't forget what you're doing. Don't forget why you're doing it. You're important. You got this. Tell me what you think. Another super fun fact about narcissists is that they like to play both sides of that game. That means that one day they might play the victim. Who needs rescuing? You know, damsel in distress stuff or the poor me thing. Well, the next day they might decide that, hey, today I'm going to be the superhero. I'm going to be on center stage because I'm going to save somebody. I'm going to be the savior. All right, let's talk about the players now. So you know that your role in the narcissist game is completely fluid. Sometimes you're going to be the victim who needs to be rescued. And when the narcissist wants to be rescued, well, you'll be the hero. Unless, of course, you're in trouble that day, in which case you'll be nothing but crap on the bottom of the shoe of the narcissist. Either way though, don't try to steal their spotlight because they never enjoy that. They don't like it one bit. And then again, of course, there are the times that the narcissist will feel some innate need to sort of just crush somebody's soul. Guess what, my friend? Unfortunately, that would also be your role here, the crushy. But there's one rule that overpowers all the other rules in the game of toxic narcissism. No matter what, you gotta keep the game going. It's absolutely necessary for both parties to participate if one of you, the narcissist, is going to win in the end. Oh yeah, that's the last rule. You will not win. You can't win. Because even if by all logical standards and opinions you are the clear-cut winner, the narcissist will never ever acknowledge it, will never admit it, will never encourage you to discuss it. They will instead find literally any reason to place the fault completely and squarely on you or someone else, and then they'll work to artificially inflate their own ego because it's so fragile. The object of the game is to keep going. Keep the game going. The biggest rule of the game is that both parties must keep playing, keep participating in the drama and the BS and all the gaslighting stuff. And then the other rule is that you cannot win the game. It has to be the narcissist who wins the game. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Why are we playing this game? Do you know? Are you still playing the game? If you're in a relationship with a narcissist or another type of toxic person and you've been watching videos and reading articles and blog posts and listening to podcasts and whatnot about narcissism and narcissistic abuse recovery, you've seen all the signs, you've watched all the videos about how many red flags there are in your relationship. Now, I don't want you to feel called out when I say what I'm about to say because I know how hard it is to be where you are, but I just want you to ask yourself a question. How many confirmations do you really need? How many signs do you need to know that you're not happy? How many signs do you need to know that you're being emotionally or otherwise abused in your relationship? And what's it going to take for you to know that you deserve better? What's it going to take for you to just stand up and take back your life? All of that to say this. There's one actual solution to outsmarting a narcissist, and that is to not only live well, but to live well despite the fact that the narcissist has been in your life. I could teach you how to manipulate the narcissist. I've done it in previous videos. I won't link out to it here because people, some people didn't like it when I did that. But it's not about manipulating the narcissist. It's not about being better than the narcissist. It's about recognizing your own value. And you are so valuable that you should not even waste one more minute of your time, one more bit of your energy trying to figure this person out. The narcissist is broken. You have a chance to change your life by stepping back and away from the narcissist. And you have the opportunity to have the best possible life, the one that you choose and create for yourself. That's how you outsmart the narcissist. You leave and you begin again.
This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you been in a situation where you needed to outsmart the narcissist and what did you do? Did you use manipulation tactics or did you actually change the whole game by stepping away from it? And if you haven't left yet, what do you think you're gonna do to change the game? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. All right, that's all I've got for you right now. But as always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now, before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right there and right there. And while you're here, hit that subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.